0: I do a whole episode, a whole podcast, laying on the carpet, laying on the ground, staring up at my ceiling fan. Is that possible? How will this fucking episode go? It is 1250 Saturday night. It's not Saturday. It's like Sunday morning, right? 1250 a.m. Sunday morning. It's not morning time. I don't know how the fucking time works. You know, I don't know how this shit works, man. And I'm relaxing, I'm vibing, today been a motherfucking day, but I'm like, yo, even if I gotta lay down on the ground, listening to the crickets, and this is how I record my podcast, that's how the fuck I'm gonna do it, cause I do what I want, I do what I want, I do what I want, um, yeah, what should I talk about today, man, today is Saturday, tomorrow's gonna be Sunday, Sunday, most people are gonna be off of work, unless you're a fucking slave, Um, And if you are a slave and you're tuning in, you like my podcast, I apologize. I apologize. Um, Yeah. What can you talk to people about on a Sunday? What would engage a listener's ear on a motherfucking Sunday? Sunday's a chill, man. They're supposed to be chill. Um, I heard before that Sunday's actually the first day of the week. And I guess whatever white guy was in charge made Monday the first day of the week. I don't know how the fuck it works. But in the Bible, on the seventh day, the Lord rested. Is the seventh day Sunday or Saturday? I don't know. You know, I went to church when I was a young boy. I stopped going when I was like maybe fucking 12, 13. Stopped going to motherfucking church before that, man. I Oh, my God. Growing up in church was crazy. It was fucking crazy. I'm appreciative of it. I think I've said this before, the things that may survive you up to the point um, of survival, redundant, the things that survive you up to a point, if you continue those habits, they may be the very same things that kill you. You know what I'm saying? Church was great. Church was an excellent thing for me growing up, how I grew up. It was a safe haven. It was a place of perceived positivity. You know, when you're young and you... You just blindly believe, you know, it sounds good. Um, but if I would have held on to that lifestyle as I got older, probably wouldn't have been the best life or the life that I, you know, I was supposed to live. You know, what what was destined for me? What was in the motherfucking stage, me? Um, yeah, my personality, I, I crave freedom. I crave freedom. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be free, man, and that's not that's not the church lifestyle. Church lifestyle is like, I mean, when I was growing up, it was fucking sad to see adults do this shit, man. Put on this fucking act, go into this room, wear a suit, you know, sit there and listen to some guy fucking speak for 30 minutes, then they do songs, and then somebody else comes up and speaks for 30 minutes, and then there's a fucking guest speaker you know I went to that kind of church where the shit just felt like it wasn't gonna fucking end and um man I remember sitting there and waiting and when you're a child time moves so fucking slow I try to have that consideration with my daughter when she's sad or when she's upset when she's in a state of panic for whatever reason I don't rush to comfort her in the sense of like coddling her but I remember when I was a kid time moves so fucking slow So I try to, you know, I try to be, try to be considerate of her emotions. You know what I mean? When I was in church, it felt like time would never fucking end. But I just remember that feeling of sitting there and just waiting for that shit to fucking end. And there was like a couple cues that it was going to end. I had no patience. I still don't got no fucking patience, right? But uh, (laughs) some things don't change. I will wait there and like the cues of church about the end. It was like they sang throughout church. There was different like parts of the sermon where they'll be singing and the testimonials. But typically after the testimonials, collection plate, and then somebody coming in and seal the deal. You know what I'm saying? I worked in sales. I know how that fucking works. You know, after the deal is closed, you put a girl voice on. The girl voice comfort them. Don't make them ask no questions. If they call back the next day with some complaints, you get the nigga that do the tucking calls. I know about all of it. You know what I'm saying. So they'll get like the guy who was like, the you know, after the guy that closed them on giving the money, there'll be some other son of a bitch that goes up there and does like the comforting, um, you know, you did the right thing, lift up the spirits, now everybody feels good, they feel like they paid for something, and then they would do like a song that was like soft and it was like deep prayer at the end of the service, um, and I went to a couple of different types of churches. You know, what I'm describing right now is like small Spanish Pentecostal church, but my aunt would also take us to Times Square Church on 40 Deuce. It wasn't on 42nd. It was like on 47th Street. But um, we used to go there too, man. And that was a motherfucking trip by itself. You know, that was a whole different experience. That's when I first got onto the, the game, the big money. You know what I'm saying? That's the motherfucking big leagues. These niggas, that was, you know what I'm saying? They had the little churches on the Upper West Side or in Harlem. These little Spanish Pentecostal churches. They was getting money. They wasn't getting the real money, you know what I'm saying? Niggas on (laughs) Times Square, they was getting money. They was getting money, and they had the motherfucking people in that bitch. There was one guy, (laughs) the most charismatic, soft-spoken black man. I think that nigga was faking being blind. I don't want to say that he was really fucking faking it. Because he might have been blind, but there was something about it. Like, it was like he was squinting really fucking hard. Almost so that you just assume that he was blind, but he was smart enough to cover his bases. He never went up there and just said, yo, I'm blind. You know what I'm saying? He didn't even act like he was blind. It's like his whole character was kind of like a what if. Very slow movements. You know what I mean? Very happy disposition. Almost like way too happy like Stevie Wonder where he's playing piano and shit like that. But he was moving around the stage. He walked up there by himself, you know? So you always question. You be like, yo, this nigga work here so much. Does he do so many fucking sermons that he just knows the lay of the land? He knows where to place his foot at the right time? Or is this motherfucker lying about being blind? You know what I mean? I don't know, but his game was deep. You got to respect that. After you realize this nigga is conning thousands and thousands of people, mostly tourists, it was Times Square. You know what I mean? And a couple of locals, like me and my fucking dumb family, right? Um, but after you get past that emotional reaction of that guy being a piece of piece of shit, you start respecting the game. You start looking at it like, yo, that nigga kept me in a fucking suspended mystery the whole time I was there. I was there. <laughs> that's polarization for you that's polarization one-on-one i wasn't even fucking listening to what he was saying so opening my wallet take out a dollar throw it in the fucking pan and I, I get back to studying is this nigga blind is this nigga blind um yeah hell of a fucking experience man hell of a fucking experience and wouldn't change it though you know i wouldn't change it once again the things that survive you up to this point may kill you going forward but they survived you You know, it's good things You know, you have to have a positive resolute in this life With all the crazy shit that happens And all the stuff that you may not understand in the moment If only I could go back with emotional balance If some level of stoicism Some level of like not being rocked back and forth And understood that all of these things would lead me Where I'm supposed to be going You know I try to take that That hindsight And place that in the present moment, you know, and understand that there may be things that I go through now or in the near future that I might not understand or I might, you know, the instinct might be to reject whatever's before me. But I I try to keep the bigger picture at hand, man, and understand that, no, I'm not going to understand it, you know, but, you know, you got to adapt, you got to learn, you got to grow, you got to get where you're trying to fucking go, people. How did I start off? Cutting his fucking half blind fake Stevie Wonder preaching ass, you know, on 42nd Street, this con artist. How did I start like criticizing him and then I start going into my own fucking testimonial? You see this? Everybody's full of shit. Everybody's full of shit, right? How good are good people? <laughs> How good are good people? Are good people just scared to be bad? You know what I mean? Because if there was no consequence to action, I'm talking about like a real life purge event. That's the only way you would see people's true character. Or if they're faced with a you versus me shit. I hear that analogy all the time. I don't know where the fuck that comes from. I know a white person made it up because it's just this psychological fuckery. You know, I, I, I shit on the white people a lot. But you guys are great at that. You know, I wouldn't have some of my favorite movies if there weren't sick, twisted white minds on this planet. And um, that sounds <laughs> sounds like a poor payoff, right? Good movies for, you know, psychopathy. But, you know, I'm an American. And um, there was this, like, analogy that, I heard, that everybody's heard before. It's like, you see there's a train track, and you have, like, a lever in front of you, and a train is going one direction, and the direction is going, it's going to kill two people. And if you pull the lever, it's going to reroute the train, and then the train will kill one person. Now, do you pull the lever? And the dilemma here basically is you're saving two people but killing one. But if you don't do anything, the train was going to run its course. You didn't interfere with destiny. You did not interfere with what was supposed to happen. And that's an interesting fucking thought, man. I think about that shit, man. Do you pull the motherfucking lever? You know? I think that would kind of give some more insight into what a person actually is, that decision or, you know, if we did have like a purge event, that would be some fucking wild shit. It'd be the people you think is the nicest motherfucking people and they fucking strapped up and ready to kill, ready to rape, ready to rob, you know what I mean? Um, And it just makes you question so much, you know, like I'm an individual who's traveled, I've seen a lot, I have a lot of experience coming from the bottom of the bottom. What I think is the fucking bottom, it's American bottom, you know what I'm saying? You go to another country and they laugh at that shit. I get it, it's all relative. But um, I don't have the full picture. And so I think about all the times, I do it for comedic effect, or just because I'm making a podcast, but I, I make these attempts in like analyzing or speculating with things I have no fucking idea about. You know what I mean? All the things I think are evil in this world, but are they just truly like... There's some bigger fucking purpose that I don't fucking see, you know? I don't know. I don't fucking know, folks. You know, you don't know either, though. You don't fucking know either. And that's the beauty of life, man. You know what I mean? When we fucking leave our our bodies and our souls and our spirits lift out of our fucking chest... And start reaching up to the cosmos and go to meet God. We're going to figure out that nigga's just a big question mark. And you be like, fuck, I still don't know. Uh, <laughs> Beat me up. Um. Yeah, this is how my brain works. You know, you sometimes if you, you don't got no inspiration, folks, this is a little bit of advice from a dumbass. Just change your physical perspective. Like literally your physical perspective. I'm laying on my back. And I don't know if it's because of the way the blood is flowing. Maybe I'm always this fucking weird, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying this. that's the name of the podcast today. I don't know. It's Saturday night. It's a beautiful fucking night. It is. weather's good. house is clean, quiet. Baby's asleep. My girl got her period, so she's acting how she's acting. You know how that go. Um, ha ha. Don't worry. She don't listen to my podcast. She don't support me. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the pleasures of your girl going ah, ah when you tell her to fucking listen to your podcast and you can talk shit you can talk shit about her you know she's alright um yeah man what a pleasure this is right sitting in your home office laid on your back on your big carpet looking at your ceiling fan does it get better than that does it get better than that you know For anybody out there that's like, is this guy fucking retarded? (laughs) Is this guy fucking retarded? Of course it gets better than that. But you understand what I'm saying? I'm just saying like the, the state of mind to just be okay here. You know? You know? Just appreciate this moment because I know what I have to do in this life. I know what I have to do. I know what has to be done. I know where I'm going. And, um. It can be daunting man we, we're, we're we're growing older All of us I'm talking to everybody listening And I'm talking to myself And the people who are not listening Everybody's growing older And life ain't stopping It ain't slowing down It's just speeding up So when you do catch a moment like this You get to lay on your fucking carpet Stare up at the ceiling Talk your shit Watch that fucking ceiling fan oscillate Enjoy it You know this is life this is fucking life. Uh, How long have I been fucking talking? I've been talking for about 15 minutes. I'm going to call this a motherfucking podcast. I'm going to go throw a photo up here, figure out a fucking title, upload the shit, and I'm going to continue scratching my nuts. I might catch a movie. I might fucking catch a movie, ladies and gentlemen. I'm looking for one of my favorite movies, but I don't know where that fucking shit is streaming. I can't find where it's streaming. I don't want to fucking pay for it. Vanilla Sky. If anybody's ever seen that movie, go watch that fucker. That's one of my favorite movies of all fucking time, yo. Of all time, I'm big into the psychological thrillers. What else? What other movies I like? I like talking about like psychological thrillers. Eyes Wide Shut was another nice one with Tom Cruise. Um, I talked about the Truman Show, God level. Um, what is another one Is a sleeper? Yo, if you ever saw this one, Michael Douglas, The Game. Go watch that one. I ain't even going to give you a motherfucking synopsis, man. That shit, is um. <laughs> that shit is real, man. That shit is fucking Real. For anybody who's a continual listener to the Nothing Important Podcast with your host Matt Reyes, the nigga that's laying on the carpet on his back watching the ceiling, man. For anybody who loves tuning into this podcast, I love you too. I love you too. Go on to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Give me five stars. Give me five stars because I fucking deserve it, bro. I fucking deserve it. This shit is hot fire. And while you're at it, go on to my Instagram page, Nothing Important Podcast with Matt Reyes. Go and like all the posts. Go over to the reels, like all the reels. Go over to the highlights tab. There's a tab where you can donate. Support the channel. Keep us going. Until next time.